Hello friends, my name is Jason Brown and I'm excited to join Wayne Hunter and Wendell Van Valen for part nine of On Grace. Hello, this is Wayne Hunter. We have a, a new uh, rookie with us today, Jason Brown. He's going he's gonna uh, do his best, I'm sure. So we're going to give him credit for that anyway. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, Wayne, well, Wayne and Wendell were getting a little out of hand, and so <laughs> the adults have been brought in to uh, to monitor the situation. At least clean up the mess. <laughs> yeah. Welcome yeah. in, Jason. Glad uh, to be here. Yeah, this is Wendell. Uh, we've been talking about grace for quite a while, and, and uh, we don't want to just beat a dead horse, but it's kind of hard to see grace as a dead horse. It's pretty alive and energetic in uh We've described it uh, several ways, but um, initially, the very first time we met, we said that grace is not, which is which seemed like over the years, Orthodox Christianity has kind of painted it this way, but grace is not a commodity that God doles out in bits and pieces, or the picture I had in my mind was almost like Halloween treats, you know, okay, here you've been good, I'll give you two candy bars, I, I really like you, so you get a sucker or whatever. But grace instead is God fully invested in us. He's present. He's invested. And so the more we explored that, we thought, well, what does that investment look like? Uh, I cheated and I read uh, Richard Rohr's book, The Divine Dance, and I thought, that's it right there. The investment favors a dance that we uh, cooperate, we're intimate, we're, uh, we give and take. Two words that we've used is kind of invest and we're, uh, we invest in each other, and then we're, in vulner we're vulnerable to that investment. So that kind of brings us up to speed. But kind of what we're going to talk about today maybe is that this dance is, is not something that God is looking for perfection in. He's not looking for a dance professional, but a dance partner. And so we, when we initially start this grace dance with God it it's it may not be pretty it may be well it may be very ugly yeah. <laughs> I, I thought of uh instead of dancing with the stars it's more like dancing with the scars yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> that's part of uh he gets credit for that I think. <laughs> that's well done yeah the, the scars influence it as much as as the grace does sometimes yeah but God never pulls back from whatever steps we offer to make in that, in that, however yeah. we come to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's what Jesus meant when he said that he would never turn us away, but I think that's kind of the idea. Um, in, in Pathway, uh, if you're new to listening to this podcast, I'm the pastor at Pathway, which is our healing ministry here at Broadway where we come with our human hurts. But in, uh, in Pathway, we talk about the dance as actually being what heals us. We don't get healed so we can dance. It's the dance itself that heals us. And uh, so being the kind of ministry we are, we deal with people with anger issues, people who are codependents, people who, with, who have fear issues, people who have depression issues, all this kind of thing. So when they begin the dance, when they decide to turn back toward God and begin to dance some examples would be like an angry person the initial steps with the, in the dance would look more like a sparring match than a, a ballet yeah you know right 
a scientific, I came up with this one the other night, a scientific tank of technical person would, would do the robot. <laughs> That's pretty bad. This is very low laughter in this room at this point. <laughs> uh, it was it was a polite laughter. <laughs> yeah, that was polite. Yeah, thank you so much. I feel the grace. I feel there it. There you go. We're invested here. Uh, well, I think there's this. Um, I had a thought, but it escaped. When you were talking, I had a thought. We have grace for now you. that I'm talking. I don't have a thought. <laughs> if if you're a forgetful person and you try to step into the dance you you can't remember what you're doing and that's what wayne just did oh i you can't see me fortunately but uh i'm an old white guy from alabama and dancing is really awkward for me just the very thought (laughs) and and sometimes my relationship with god is like that just the idea of being in this dynamic relationship with god kind of frightens me a little bit and i know that i'm not very good at it and I had rather just uh, kind of stand on the sideline and watch. But, but if we ever have the courage or just jump off the cliff or whatever and we enter into that with God, uh, there's something about it that invites us to keep daring, I guess, or risking, uh, actually being involved in what God is doing, participating in that, being in that dance, uh, and staying there even when it's awkward and risky and uncomfortable Wayne I want you to confess on this podcast that you have participated in many a line dance <laughs> in your day uh, I have not ever danced with a line so. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I really appreciate the the metaphor of of the dance because I, I think it's different for everybody I think God interacts with you Wendell or you Wayne differently than he interacts yeah. With, with yeah, me yeah, and, yeah. and other folks. And that doesn't mean that um, my interaction is uh, less meaningful yeah. or, or less important or less yeah. revelatory. That's um, a great point. It, it just yeah. means that God yeah. loves us enough to come to us uh, to, to play the music that yeah. uh, that right. we can dance to, to play the music that we can pick up the rhythm of. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. It, 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 it Along that same line, it's kind of like God takes the pressure off of us that we don't have to come up with a production or a set list of songs. Yeah. You know, he, he, we, I, I, I really haven't wanted to go here with this dance thing. So who leads the dance? Well, of course, God leads the dance. Well, then you get, he's in charge. You know, it becomes, then the dance becomes this obligatory, just follow his lead. And, and I, and I really think God is much more participatory than just yeah you know right but thank goodness he does take the initiative sometimes i don't feel like dancing yeah Yeah, and so full confession i actually took ballroom dance lessons with my wife when we were uh newly married (laughs) this is not polite laughter (laughs) 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 we went to arthur murray in in lexington and um you know, as as you learned the steps initially, or as we learned the steps initially, they were very rote and they were very almost robotic. You know, like step here, okay. do this. Yeah. But as as we progressed, I, I should say as Dana progressed, because <laughs> I never really progressed. But as Dana progressed, um, the, it became less robotic and and more just sensing the rhythm and 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 feeling the movement of the music, and and living into that sort of automatically. Right. It, yeah. it wasn't. You know, Dana reached a point where she didn't have to count 
the steps in mm-hmm. her head. I was forever counting the steps right. uh, yeah. I- in my head. But I think for us, there is a moment where as we lean into the rhythm of God, the dance of God, that at first it is awkward. Right. It is almost robotic. Yeah. Yeah, it is yeah. sort of yeah. rote. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's, yeah. I, I think I- eventually we arrive at a place yeah. where mm-hmm. it's just yeah. natural. I think that's we get discouraged because it's not natural the first time we step yeah, on the right. floor. But but that is where God is leading us to, and I think that is the the hope and the possibility and what he desires for us, what we were made for. But we don't start there. We there's start somewhere n- there's else. nothing in life that starts smooth. Watch a baby mm-hmm. learn to walk. It's yeah. Everything is cl- – language is clumsy. Eating is clumsy. Food all over the place. Yeah. It, it just, it's just the way it starts, but it – I used to teach music, and and so in teaching rhythms and and fingering on the on the neck of the guitar or whatever, I would tell the student, do the math. You have to do the math first. Count the beats, like in dancing, or count the frets and where which finger goes on what. You have to do the math first. But they were there will come a time. I always had I didn't I didn't teach them how to read music. We would play an MB3, and they would play along with it. And you, you could see it on their face when the math changed to art. You could see the – it was a moment of conversion, yeah, kind cool. of, yeah. where it converted from math to art. And, and, and it, was, it, it went from taxing the brain to tapping the soul. All of a sudden, you could see them tap into their soul and like, I'm contributing to the life of the universe all of a sudden. I'm, yeah. you know. Right. And so it's just not like you're sweating and trying so hard to learn how to dance correctly. You're you simply have to do the math, and then all of a sudden, the magic, and you don't even know where it. And and God's giggling his butt off like, yeah, you go, boy. Maybe it's I don't know if it's helpful or if it's hurtful or what, but I think maybe that's kind of the the connection between obedience and relationship. That maybe it kind of starts off that I want this relationship with God and I know what matters to Him and so I'm gonna try to to be there and be that and then as we get in step with Him more and more maybe it starts to be who you know He it becomes more natural to us it is who we are who we're created to be we rediscover and what's that saying we become more who we are is that I heard that somewhere. Maybe it was in a bad place. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I read some bad things sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I, th- you know, I think that's uh, reminiscent of number one. Any any relationship, any relationship is awkward, uh, and and you're hesitant to necessarily reveal who right. you are. Right. But as you grow more and more comfortable with one another, those the natural. Yeah, uh, relationship takes its course, and you begin to un- reveal yourself. Right, and uh, like you said, Wendell, it becomes difficult. Like, oh well, there wasn't necessarily one particular moment, but over the course of time, you fall into a nat- mm-hmm. natural relationship. Yeah, yeah. And what are those experiences that make us feel safe with God, where we can be that's, honest? Yeah, that's great. Or, uh, or vulnerable. We're talking about graces, vulnerability. How do, can we well, before you walked in today, J, JB and I were just sitting here talking about 
the two things that Richard Rohr says really open this up is pain and love. That those are the two places where we may work at the dance in terms of daily routine, but when it comes to love or pain, it's interesting how those conversations are so much more organic and no, they're not calculated. Right. The love conversations and the pain conversations, it's almost like you can instinctively dance to those tunes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, God invites us into those, but it's almost like we build our lives so we don't ever have to be vulnerable with people. And that translates over to God. We want a God we understand or we can analyze or explain, but we're not really comfortable with that mystery of uh, that is the experience of God that that creates that feeling of dance with Him. Uh, and, and I'm not, you know, I don't know how we help other people experience that or how we help ourselves. We have, you know, you got all the the disciplines and those kind of things, but. How are those disciplines experienced as safe places rather than jobs or duties? How do they become dance-like? Yeah. Out of the is it just repetition? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so because I I know I repeated them for a long time in my life and they never became dance. They felt more like duty. But th- something changed at some point along the way that made this whole experience with God more adventure than test as we've said in the past well it's so, so, may this may be we need to pursue this later in another podcast but something JB said about God's dance is different with every single one of us yeah. and the idea of him taking the initiative that maybe the reason we didn't get it is that we kept trying to take the initiative I'll say so many prayers I'll read so many scriptures I'll do this and the whole time God was saying if you just let me take the first step this dance will work yeah. but as long as you're trying to take the first step and initiate the dance it's probably not going to work Right. I don't know now maybe the, the way we were doing it didn't have room for vulnerability it was more about control is this is how I can make this happen rather than a real openness yeah to God finding that unique dance with me or that relationship with me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a dancer. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. But I have heard a lot of people talk about that you can't have two leads, that you can't both lead. Somebody has to lead and somebody has to follow. Yeah. And maybe right. God was like, this just isn't <laughs> working. We can't both lead. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm I'm not a dance expert at all. But one one of the things I did learn, and Arthur Murray, <laughs> my wife, you learned from old art. <laughs> I did. Um, w- was that was you know that there couldn't be two leads, and where we struggled is both of us wanted to lead, and our instructor who was, uh, who was great, you know, one day said, "Listen, Jason, you you're the frame of this beautiful portrait." And so you lead, but in leading, you are framing her. Oh, Ooh. that's good. Ooh, now see, that's <laughs> that leads us into a whole 
Yeah. Other that's really good. Yeah. That was a conversation between Wayne Hunter, Wendell Van Valen, and me, Jason Brown. All three of us serve at Broadway United Methodist Church in Bowling Green, Kentucky. You don't know a thing. You think you've seen me, but you haven't seen a thing.